Hi, this is Shakti Kali Kaluxi with my podcast, Beautiful You, the show where I get to share all my favourite people with insights and teachings on natural health, detox, women's empowerment and sacred sexuality, fitness, spirituality and more. I stand for truth, passion, freedom, transparency, heart, sovereignty and creativity and I seek guests who resonate at the same level. The beautiful in me recognises the beautiful in you. Hello there, welcome to my podcast Beautiful You and today I have with me Jyoti Imix. Hello. And it's the first time we've actually connected. I know you through Coco. I was introduced to you through Coco. And I've got to tell you this, the minute I just met you on the screen just before I clicked the record button, I have to tell you that your vibe, now I've actually connected with you, reminds me of Anaya Sophia. I've got to say that. <laughs> you. And, uh, you say you have some Irish roots, is that right? Some Irish roots, yeah. A lot of my family is from Ireland. Wow. And so yes it's there cool so I'm gonna let you do lots of talking today because I followed you a little bit on Facebook but I was just so intrigued and I felt so much warmth in my heart when I was reading about what you have just started and I know you've done lots previously but can we just dive right in and you just share all the viewers exactly what you've just created because it just looks amazing oh thank you absolutely so yeah the background of it all really is that for the like past 10 years or so as well as being pretty cosmic like I work with the galactic mind calendar and that's been a really big part of what I offer to the world the other thing that's always been really significant is young people and just with calling to to change education really and you know, I didn't have a great time at school, like a lot of us. And yeah, like I say, about 10 years ago, I just started to essentially go on this research journey. So I did it in academia. And then I came out of academia and I thought that it was over because I was like, I don't want to be in the system like that. But then synchronicity just kept leading me back. So I was like traveling and everywhere that I went, I'd end up like meeting somebody that was in alternative education or I'd just set something up or I'd stumble into a school. Or... And it was just like spirit basically has just constantly like been feeding me all of these alternatives. So over the years, I've been like gathering all this information. And about this time last year, I finished a book that I wrote about it called What to Do About School. And the reason that I wrote the book was because I wanted to empower families to be able to make different choices and know that it was okay. You know, it was more of a like to reassure people essentially, like, you know, it's, it's all right to go off the, you know, the trajectory that we're kind of fed. Mm. And, you know, with that, what's going to happen, you know, are all these amazing benefits and there might be some pitfalls, but so anyway, after I'd kind of published that, again spirit and synchronicity were just like you need to be opening something so as of next month esteemed creatives will be open and we are a democratic creative arts and well-being community for young people 11 and upwards and we're based in Todmorden which is the north of the UK like in West Yorkshire and we've got this amazing space where young people are given loads of creative opportunities 
and the big part like the big piece of it is about self-direction because self-direction through all of the research that I've kind of gathered and also my radical belief system as well it's like self-direction is the key because when we are autonomous when we're in our sovereignty Mm. you know that's when the magic happens and we can give young people that opportunity from the word go they know that they can trust themselves you know so it's like I feel like other than anything that we could teach them that is the that is the key yeah how beautiful and you know as you share that there's two things that come to mind one is what a remembrance this is just as you as you say that this this piece about sovereignty and autonomy and also when you said earlier about the system that we've been bought into and it's only the last i would say sort of couple of years that so many people just had had enough you know enough of the system enough of seeing what was going on enough of wanting to allow their children to go down the road of a very dangerous agenda that was playing out and i think so many parents have found the courage and perhaps now are looking for more community and more support do you feel like you fit into that 100 and Mm. you know i think this is the you know, I want to create spaces that are inclusive. So like there's no there's no dogma at all with what we're doing. Mm. It's just a place for free humans. And I think one of the things that we're all recognizing now is the importance of us being able to, to feel free, but also to have the tools to be mm. able to operate freely. Because I think when you've been herded your entire life, mm. And if, even if somebody hands you your freedom, you're like, I don't really know what to do with any of this. Mm. Whereas for the young people that have been able to, you know, to, to live as free, free people in community, because that's another big piece. I think, you know, a lot of us are going through this process of like awakening to our, you know, our freedom at the minute and making mm. our own decisions. But then it's like, well, if I'm free and you're free, but we want different things, then what happens? So there's like a big piece of it, which is about like practicing, okay, what does free humanity look like? And if you've got that again, like in your teenage years, Mm. how amazing. If you've got that in your teenage years, I can't even begin to imagine what that would have looked like in my teenage years. Wow. and, and I think, you know, for me, another thing that I've really noticed, you know, the way that we frame teenagers and the will of teenagers is kind of the way that the system has looked at us and our freedom. We've got this, like, once that individual will develops, we go into, like, how do we shut that down? How do we control that? As opposed to, like, how do we guide it and nurture it? Yeah. So there's something, I think yeah really significant in what can happen like when our soul or whatever's happening at that time like something's switching on in it mm. and if we guide that as opposed to shut it down like what what's going to be possible absolutely absolutely so what does it look like this creation of yours yeah oh my gosh it's such a honestly so we just had our open day a couple of weeks ago and like I got to see it in action and it, <laughs> oh, it was so intense and so beautiful. So the way that a day runs, esteemed, each morning we gather together and we sit in circle 
And in that time, I know. <laughs> Even that itself, man. <laughs> Just to sit in circle. The minute I'm sitting in circle, even if it's online, I'm automatically transported into a different dimension. Just that. Just that. I'm so with you. And just that, yeah, like that that moment of checking, of seeing each other, of receiving each other. And so within that space, yeah, there's an opportunity for everyone to kind of share how they're feeling and where they're at. And if they don't want to say anything, they don't have to say anything. So another big part of it is that everything's invitational. Yeah. But we have this, this marker at the beginning of the day and the end of the day. And at the start of the day, there's space for like an intention. So what do you want to explore today? Like, and again, that's that like, as opposed to it being an examination focus of pass and fail, it's self-reflection that we're installing in those moments of like, okay, how do I feel? And what do I want to do? Or how do I want to feel? And then from that space, we co-create the schedule of the day or of the week so each person gets a post-it note or a few post-it notes and on their post-it notes they can make requests for things that they want to explore um, or they can offer things so we've got adults in the space and young people in the space that have got the opportunity to share workshops or little immersions or i'm kind of wanting to explore this thing if anyone wants to come along with me they can and then we create the timetable so everything is co-created from the word wow. go. Wow. So we've then got our timetable. And from the moment that we then start, young people can attend things that are on offer. So it might be that there's somebody coming in to do like a six-week photography immersion, or it might be that somebody's offering a dance class, or it might be that somebody wants to play Dungeons and Dragons, whatever wow. it is, like we then the day opens and each person gets to choose what they attend or what they don't, you know? And if they just want to chill out and be free, mm. like relax, <laughs> like we're totally game for that too. And then I want the to go back to school. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> the other day I was on a call and like one of the invitations was to like feel into how you want your days to look. And at the end of it, I was like, oh my God, I've literally just created created it for the young people but really <laughs> this is for me too but yeah wow. it's magic it is magic oh my god and it's so lovely to hear it from the horse's mouth so to speak because it's one thing reading it and I really wanted to make this podcast just connecting with people that I felt the vibe with um, I've created a lot in my life and I just felt the vibe, but I thought I've got to speak to this woman because hearing you say it gives it a whole load more magic and meaning. And uh, I'm just curious, is it is it children locally then that are already in homeschooling? Is that, are those the ones that can sign up? No, so the way that we are kind of doing everything, because this is my biggest passion, you know, and it's like, I really care about it and I want every young person to be able to access it so in the early stages with how we're beginning we are open for home educating families but you find that the majority of people in our area that are actually home educating it's because the young person's been excluded or because they've come out of school for mental health reasons okay so early stages young people that are not in mainstream school but then hopefully as time goes on, we'll be able to work alongside schools 
with before young people get you know excluded and labeled and all the shit that goes down with that they can actually come to us for enrichment but then again the bigger bigger picture so I'm going to be offering trainings as the time goes on for practitioners to come you know and see how to facilitate self-direction and then people will open their own yeah that's that's what I thought that's really the message that I would love to put out there because I interviewed a few friends of mine clients of mine last year who took their children out of school younger children and started to home educate and I'm pretty sure they would be very interested in in listening to this and hearing what you have to say yes and this is like I say you know my dream it's not about like me delivering it I want to train up as many people and it's not it's more of a like have you heard of the term de-schooling it's more of a like dismantling than a building because I think a lot of the ways that we interact with people are so like what they call schooled so we think that in order for them to be to develop we've got to like do loads of stuff Mm. so really the training's about like how can we dismantle all of that and like trust this human being in front of us and trust the like biological development do what it needs and how do we sit on our hands and how do we reflect on ourselves when we want to go in and so yeah like the process Mm. really is like how do we detangle all of the stuff that we've been taught that's pretty wonky Mm. so that then and also you know I'd be supporting people to to actually start something and all of the practical things that you need to yeah absolutely yeah absolutely so to get in touch with you on this, I'd like to touch a little bit on the book you wrote as well. So let's do that first and then we can let people know how they can contact you. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, so tell me about the book that you wrote, because that was around children as well. Yes, it was. So the title of the book is What to Do About School. And yeah, that was when I was, it all started when I was doing a thesis and as part of my thesis, I was looking into self-directed education. So self-directed education itself is like, again, it throws everything that we thought children and young people needed to develop on its head and says like, oh, wait, we can just facilitate as opposed to teach, we can facilitate. And I was really interested in it. And there's not really very many, if any, self-directed learning centers in the UK. There are a few now, but at the time, I went over to America because in America, in certain states, in California, for example, which is where I went, the funding for schooling moves with the child. So whatever a family decide, they like you can attend any kind of education setting, which is so what we should be doing, isn't it? Yeah. Wow. Funding like okay it's on their heads so wherever they choose to go, there's loopholes and there's things to jump through and there's all that kind of stuff. But it meant that the young people that I was interacting with weren't just wealthy from wealthy families. Mm. And that meant that then the research wasn't skewed. So I went and observed and interviewed loads of children, which was the best thing ever. And just got to see, you know, these settings in action. And this was where, so what we've set up as esteemed creatives is an agile learning center. And I got introduced to them during my research. And yeah, so I kind of, I wrote this thesis 
And then I got to this place of being like, I talked so much against education in a way that then I was like, why am I in education? Like, what is going on? <laughs> so I ended up translating it all into a book because the other thing was like, you know, if I, if it's a thesis, maybe three people will read it, <laughs> like the people that are marking it and me. <laughs> yeah, for sure. All this energy and all this magic as well that I'd captured so then I translated it into a book so it's my findings really wow. but translated like I can swear and I can say I can make sentences in weird ways <laughs> which is a lot more my vibe um yeah like the intention of it is to be able to be like it's empowerment it's like information to empower people mm. to be able to make different choices for children so also yeah. for people with children too you know they can there's a lot of like tips for ways that you can interact with children on a more like horizontal level as opposed to like top-down power like how can you support come out as opposed to trying to pull things in yeah I absolutely love the sound of this book and what we'll do in the comments below uh, we will put the links to the book and how to get in touch with you because I just think, and what a great idea. I mean, I don't know a lot about theses. I've never written one. I've always loved the idea of research. I would love to have gone to different places and done, but I've spent a lifetime of my own life being my research. But I think that's a really great idea to have taken your thesis and all that juicy information that you collected and put it into a book to share with people. So well done, you. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And what about funding, Jyoti? How's that going? So, well, here we are. <laughs> so at the moment, uh, we are doing a, a Kickstarter fundraiser because, yeah, we're not, we're, we're funding everything ourselves at the moment. And due to the kind of nature of what we're doing, we will be able to, to hook in eventually to some more mainstream pots of funding. But we're in that we're in that place at the minute until you've kind of proven your thing they're not going to fund you to do it um but also because we're doing something that's very alternative we're kind of relying on our community to be able to make it happen and you know in order for us to to like really well resource the environment like so we're going to soundproof the garage so we've got like our venue is amazing we've got this amazing double garage we've got then a big conservatory that's all glass fronted and then we've got a spot in the woods too Oh wow! Um, is this a is this somebody's home? Is it rented? Yeah, so we rent it, and it's a guy like a couple. Their children have all moved out, um, but they've got this like really huge home, and he was actually renting out each well, the glass fronted conservatory and the garage. He was renting out separately, and the person that I'm co-creating with, Mark, he ended up going there to look at the garage for something else, and then was like wait a minute <laughs> are you, you renting that bit as well and and what oh, oh, oh. and it turns out that the guy that actually owns the place is also a youth worker and the minute that we told him what we were doing he was like my wife was saying that we should totally rent it to someone wanting to do something with children so again wow. it was like so synchronistic yeah that's but amazing yeah, got big visions for what we want to do in the space and you know with us doing creative arts the equipment's really expensive too so yeah, we're doing a big fundraiser at the moment, so we can maybe share that too. Yeah, um, and what is the fundraiser at the moment? 
So it's for the startup equipment. So our, yeah, the GoFundMe is for the first three months. So we've already raised enough money to cover our rent for the first three months, which is wonderful. Um, but then, yeah, in order to get, because at the moment we're borrowing our equipment. So to be able to pay for, you know, to pay for the equipment that we need. So things like having really good film equipment, music production software, some really good decks, lots of creative materials, um, I'd love for us to be able to, yeah, to get quite a good library as well. And yeah, anything really mm. that people want to explore, I want to immediately be able to say, yes, we can do that. So like something that I saw when I was doing my research, one of the young people had got into stop motion animation and because they had behind them, they were able to be like, okay, we're going to provide you with all of the materials you need to make your little figures. And wow. then also and then also to edit it and they'd made this incredible stop motion film so that's the you know like the more equipment that we have yeah. more than people can like yeah oh how exciting and as you're talking I was just thinking of ideas as well to help you with fundraising I get very carried away with my creative ideas but you know there must be there must be some ways of doing some you know, some stuff online, I would imagine, with children's yoga and what oh, have like, you. Such a good shout. Yeah. Yeah. This is the thing, isn't it? I think it's just like, yeah, yeah there's so many avenues to yeah. be able Have you, just out of interest while I'm on it, because I did get added, but the thing is, there's only so many things one can do oneself. But I have you have you been part of collectives of homeschooled parents and all these telegram groups and you're talking to lots of people oh yes so at the moment I'm like in super saturation mode in terms of just how many plates I'm spinning honestly I get it oh my god but it's all worth it and it's all good yeah. but yeah there's so many amazing home educating networks I know this and there's a few that I'm connected to but I would love to be connected to more because mm. I think the thing is for me like, I'm not actually a parent which puts me in an interesting position because it means that I've got all the energy because <laughs> I know that when you're a parent even if you are home educating it's like oh you guys are really really full um but it also means that because I'm not a parent and I'm not necessarily attending home educating stuff mm. uh, yeah introductions to networks are definitely very much appreciated yeah absolutely I've got to share with you this is only my second podcast and I'm not using zoom and I'm hoping the sound levels are okay because it's a bit weird wearing uh these earphones so I'm really hoping the sound is okay because it's a bit weird in my ears. I'm not an earphone wearing kind of woman. And it's just, <laughs> but I'm really excited for you. I'm I'm going to put these links below. I'm going to connect with the few women I know that homeschool um, and put them in touch with you because I am sure people will listen to this and think to themselves, I want to get involved in this. I want to start something up like this in my own area yeah you know we we need to come together and if I can just be that I think one of my gifts is is as a connector I connect people so yes. yeah that honestly it's such a because I think this is the thing in it when you're doing something and you've probably had the same experience like when you're doing something you're so in it 
that it does take like you need to have people supporting you to connect and to get the message out definitely definitely and you know you're not a mama I'm not a grandma and and my kids haven't had children they're 40 and 37 and I don't think either of them is particularly bothered about having kids and uh but what it's done it's given me more time in my life to do my purpose work and uh, I'm you know I'm really using that because I have friends who are parents grandparents and it's really time consuming you know so I think those of us that have got the I mean I'm not saying I have time because we get pulled into so many things um and there are plenty of people who have children and grandchildren who are also absolutely immersed in in everything I don't know how they do it but you know I really fully understand what you say about that and I think you know that it sounds to me like you are the perfect woman to be doing what you're doing and, and standing in what is your purpose work and then also your other stuff which briefly you took mentioned the Mayan I hadn't heard of the Mayan calendar until 2012 when my friend who was a shamanic practitioner and myself in 2012 were just waiting for <laughs> this new earth we watched midnight you know 2012 right where's the new earth where is it you know <laughs> and uh, nothing seemed to happen but of course we've waited you know we've waited about eight years and then wham <laughs> there we went <laughs> and you know even that I, I even I love so with, with the galactic mind calendar you know the it, just the way that 2012 has been imprinted and you know their civilization and the codes around time and new earth vibration that they managed to just like stamp like oh everybody collectively just like take note at this point and now to see where we are you know even though it wasn't an immediate like okay we're in five we're no longer physical beings (laughs) but yeah it's um and you know it's again with my work with children you know I would not because I don't believe in dogma I don't believe in sort of pumping ideas into young people yeah I feel like they need that but equally because I live through the galactic mind calendar it means that you know everything that I'm birthing I choose the time that I'm birthing things in accordance with the cosmic weather essentially wow so it's um yeah amazing Jyoti beautiful you thank you so much for joining me today really really lovely to chat with you oh she has just stuck you've just stuck Uh, there we go we've got you back again uh obviously this is going this is this is going out on audio as well but for those of you watching on those of you watching on youtube we just got a little stuckness there she's back again beautiful you you really are glowing um and it's so lovely to connect with you thank you so much Jyoti Imix take care and thank you